welcome back to the Six of Discs. I am your humble and lovable and beloved host, a lot of Venus, a lot of everything, uh, Nathan Lee Miller Foster. I am also a cult fan, and I am also the singer and guitarist and keyboardist and flautist and chimist and percussist. <laughs> and uh, evoker and Nathan Lee and his deep state as well as the uh, well you know you're listening to the shows and how you uh, donate to the show if you get value out of it it's up to you to turn it into time talent or treasure uh, you can send me in things that matter to the show and you and things that are related you'll know how to do that I'll, I'll obviously set good examples to do that for uh, uh for like it or like it or for what it's worth i am a leader in this world i am a rising star in this world and i am a unique and irreplaceable shining crazy diamond so here's my job it's to bring you what i am my unique filtration of the human experience through my alembic the athenor the alchemical yes that's three different a words that all have to do with the same process this is just the, the the meat of the show already into where we go, but what you need to know is you can find me still on Twitter for now at Occult Fan. It's Occult Fan ubiquitously across the internet, occultfan.com, unless like there's something that's, you're like, that doesn't look like, it. yeah, there might be like uh, someone using it like as a thing out there on YouTube or a video game thing, but the posters are not the real deal, which is you're listening to. Uh, they are, they, they, there's a derivative, like, spinoff where, uh, nowhere, exactly. This is a cult fan you're listening to. The one, the only, and the sexiest. Because, not, not hard to be the sexiest when it's the only. What are we gonna bring you for the show today? That's what this show's about. It's, this one's the me show. This is the cult fan show. Thank God we don't have one that's just, uh, just, just, just me. But, um... In, uh, let's settle in here now. We're into this show. There's nowhere to go. Just I hope that you're having a nice day, wherever you are, whenever you are. Um, this is a unique, different show. Of course, if you want to get on, by the way, I've got to finish the, um, the above head stuff first before I just start getting into this today. Um, but yeah, let me check my levels before we go too far. It's good, and uh, yeah, I'm glad I did that. So overhead. Okay, that's what we're doing here. All right, well, um, yeah, basically, it's your responsibility to turn it into time, talent, or treasure. This is the value-for-value value model. It's pioneered by, here's a shout-out to my mentors, because I do this. This is an elemental. Let's start with ladies today. Nish-nish. I curl up around Nish-nish's feet as a fox flaming ferociously to protect uh, untamed and wild always, especially in the JJ lap. I curl up in JJ's lap. So that's a shout-out to Nish-nish. And uh, Jerry, who was just on the Six of Cups, and also uh, uh, they're at Nox Mente and Obelisk, as well as to Aeon Vites, Miguel Connor, and two uh, Mofax with Mo and Adam, and uh, no agenda with John and Adam. And uh, of course, you can listen to my new album. I would be bereft if I did not mention for the Nathan Lee and his Deep State. You can listen to my new album over at Bandcamp. And it will be with uh, great joy if you purchase it, if you get anything out of that. That's another value for value. Uh, let's start with this, uh, so you can go, so my social, so I gotta figure out how to do this more quickly in the future, but like, uh, at this time period, it's gonna be like, intro to the show, as well as reminding you the social things that you can go over to Discord for the Six of Swords Discord, and of course, uh, the, uh, Time Challenger Treasure, you go over to occultfan.com and you donate at occultfan.com. 
Thank you for uh, letting me get this all out of the way. So here we are, four minutes into the show. I think we can start now, don't you? How would you even know? <laughs> uh, uh, I really am banking on the fact that I'm unique enough that you want to listen to me. I'm really banking on the fact that I bring you the information that you dig and need, but also want, because there is no need, right? I don't know, man. Let's figure it out together. Onwards and upwards together, it's an upward spiral. So if you are that kind of person, and you know, <laughs> I'm a fucking asshole sometimes, but you know, if you're the kind of white lodge type of people, you know, and it's 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 not a serious thing, but it is serious. It's like for those who see, it's deadly serious. But you know, here we are in the open sea right now, and I'm gonna speak to you just on the level. You know, just here we are, you and I, on a hilltop. You can see from the back, so looking over our heads distance, 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 just a huge blank distance, a magnificent screen of a skyline, a, a tree, uh, silhouettes in a skyline, a, a tree, a, a tree fills up to the, to the vertical of what you can see, and next to that are uh, my figure, and next to that are you, and we're sitting there, and you're gonna, you're gonna tell me something, and I'm gonna, just the whole sky will change colors, and it's a combination of our emotions. The sky is a combination of you and I, the weather, the green language. Do you understand? Do you understand? It's not about understand or understand or any of that jazz at this point necessarily. Frequencies abide, and imperfection is the ruling <laughs> uh, law of the day. <coughs> I think it's important to kintsugi and go with the flow do the best we can because there's monumental achievement at certain times we're all in a wheel most of the time it's normal it's going to be Tao, just normal but sometimes are exceptional and it's not just to live for those times you don't live for the time when notes are stone you live for the time when everything is moving in the flow live for now this is your moment you know and it's not all about you but it is all about you taking care of you so you can, you know, just carry your own shit, you know, and be there for others if you are so lucky. I'm learning more and more as I go forward. Hopefully those who follow the show are seeing the wisdom taking root a bit more. What a crude and impudent human I was. But enough about that. Let's look at the fact that Doom Train is coming too. So you know how to donate and all that jazz. We know the socials at the Discord. And uh, anything further, uh, yeah. Doom Train's coming down the line a bit today. Um, but uh, for now, what I'll do is I'll tell you a little bit about... Um, yeah, well, should we do the... If, if, if my brain's going to freak out already... <laughs> It's really running away from me suddenly, the topic. I was just, I already had it in mind just a moment ago. My goodness gracious, what is going on? <laughs> How is that possible? Well, anyways, Doom Train is, uh, we'll figure out what I was going to say and I'll get back to it. Uh, Doom Train is a GF, it's a guardian force in Final Fantasy VIII, and it relates to Nate, uh, Nathan Lee, I think, uh, and Doom Train are probably the same thing, in a way. And um, I mean, like Doom, don't don't let it fuck with you. 
you know, this doom's not bad. The doom and fate aren't bad. You're doomed to have great sex. <laughs> oh, oh, magic. Mm. Twelve majestic lies. See the programmer? D. John Rappaport, you're awesome. Alright, come back. Where are we going? So Doom trains this thing. And, um, a video game. It's an RPG game. Final Fantasy. And you go around the world map, which is interesting. Because when you look at the world map and you want to talk about your flat and your not so flat and all that jazz it's just like okay <laughs> they're showing you i think how it works with their little icon you go to this you go to the edge of the square <laughs> you go over here again don't 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 ask me how it works i'm not the renderer well i am but you are too right we're all it's like that the man who thinks he's god is uh is right but uh if you thinks he's the only one then he's crazy and if he's thinking that he's one and we're all god then you know, we're all goddess in what we're going to do to her when we find her. Uh, I think that uh, that means that you're plenty sane. I'm, you know, I'm a doctor, uh, right? <laughs> doctor Who fan. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, I was. So Doom trains this thing, and you can summon it, right? And when you summon it, it causes a status effect change, which is pretty much the most potent magic when you when you think about Final Fantasy. You can do damage and damage and damage, but when you start to get into the status effect stuff, they create entire characters for it in like different games, right? Um, down the line, like Final Fantasy 13, 13 2 and such has the um, both booms and banes, so they have status magic casters that uh, synth what is it? I think they call it synthesis and like, um, I forget that right now. Highly forgettable game. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I wish I had the time to play through 13. So Doom Train causes status effect change, which you need to know is like poison, blind, silence, uh, things like that. Jeez, I really wish I could remember what I was going to say though before. That's bugging the crap out of me now. Ah, the joys of doing a show. And it's a busy morning. It's a busy day today. I'm busy, 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 busy. So let's get this focused. Um... This is all relevant in a way that's going to surprise you when I come back around to it, but it's it's got to be uh, it's got to be gotten to appropriately. So, and I, I think that's part of what I was trying to say too. But let's hope it all just gets said, and if it doesn't, then I'll say it next time. So, you go around this game, Final Fantasy VIII. It's the eighth Final Fantasy. Sorry, my brain's really desperately... You know, you know you're supposed to ignore when you're trying to remember something. And I am not following my own advice. So, anyways. Okay. We'll carry on. In this game, Final Fantasy VIII, there are four different occult fan magazines. And you travel around uh, this world. And uh, you, you may happen to find them. They're very rare items in the game. And if you find them... You're going to read something that will remind you if you do the research or know about this. You've probably read Twin Peaks, The Secret History of Twin Peaks, so you've seen a cover of this magazine. It was a real magazine. Um, was it Ray Palmer? Uh, Fate Magazine. And they did. it was basically the model for a cult fan magazine is what people need to know in the parapolitical community is where the nexus of these things tie together. I'm a magician of sorts, and I tie it all. Simon is... The magician Simon wrote the Necronomicon. Simon was my, you know, 
Peter Lavenda's brother was at the Chinese New Year uh, of this year uh, past the rat, which is shifting to Auk soon. Uh, it's, it's the last day of January as I record this in 2020. Peter Lavenda is really popping up at certain times. That guy is, uh, you know, he, he really plays the middle path well, I say. I, I, a lot of respect. He hid for a while, but he's, he's coming back out. I can feel it. He and I are connected somehow that I don't understand, and it's really weird. I joked and called, like, I'll, I'll, uh, for the sake of my own uh, White Lodge and edificational purposes, as uh, light uh, is right in this light always banishes might if you do it right uh huh that was tight <laughs> all right so uh lavenda uh lavenda and brother lavenda who i i was like are you peter lavenda's dad <laughs> fuck man i thought his brother was his dad he looked you know but like i'm 30 whatever so i'm like young and shit so i was like oh man but like <laughs> this is his brother god bless him he's a cool guy he wasn't very uh warm I was like, hey, you know, if you want me to, like, exchange emails or some shit. And he's like, no, it's all right. I'm like, oh, cool, man. You do that. You be you. Yo, man, I fucking talk from the light. What you expect, bro? Interdimensionals coming through, huh? Yeah? Yo, I don't know yet, though. The war of the angels is upon us. Shit's about to get real. But it's also, you gotta keep in the middle path. Um, because it's necessarily reality tunnels too that we all go through and how many of us are merging with others realities you know how many end up like Audrey Horn in a pocket universe in some kind of like in the white room so it's just a question of how your heart is because at any given moment with other whatever reality tunnel you're in the the lightness of your heart could dictate where you're traveling at any given moment you have to remember that so I'm not just saying, my dear children, that this time is for you to be, you know, in your moment. <laughs> children, how condescending. What an ass. <laughs> what interesting times this is for this creature, though. Um, I release these, so you see, this is, I'm trying to give you a bit of the process. It's a fucking process. God, it's, but you know what, don't judge it, right? So, Doom Train, you find these things. Lavenda, his brother, at the uh, New Year. I play the guitar that he had. Uh, the guitar that's in my hand right now. Suddenly, this is Alice. Alice is not fully tuned, but she is delightful. And uh, since it's my fucking podcast, I'm going to take off my Twin Peaks ring and my ring that I have from my ring finger of marriage that JJ made me. It's a silver ring. I'll put them over here for now. And uh, yeah, we're going to do this quickly. I'm going to, you can fast forward if you want to. I feel like playing suddenly. Tune, are you speaking? I'm sorry. So, anyways, 
podcast, not a thing. But that's that's good though. So I was it's in the spirit of what I'm talking about. And um, Lavenda's brother had like the same exact model of guitar that my Alice is. Okay, guys, you get you getting me here. What is it? What I want is a. Anyways, I'm putting the guitar down. Alice, if I don't, then that's all that's going to happen now. It's a Sunday morning. It's one of my favorite times to play. Um, so, rings back on. Um, yeah, I keep my uh, Twin Peaks ring with the White Lodge aspect up. So, yeah. Um, it's all, it's using the Dark Forces, too, for the right things, too. You know, it's like the, if you're an Oculum guy, you got to know um, the right way to use stress and pressures and... Uh, but there's a, there's a certain way to be on a path without going dark or light too much. But White Lodge is ultimately the function of the middle path in the ultimate, which is why I speak of it as such. So even though I say fucking shit and get really kind of aggressive at times still, it's not uh, anyone's fault but my own that I am not obeying the laws of the higher principles of the highest. Uh, and that's, you know, I know always in the compass direction, so you hear me talk about it because it's a fucking compass thing, you know. Leaders gotta lead. Leaders gotta put it in the right way. But leaders are made of lead, too, like a lead zeppelin underground. Don't forget the underground bases are the zeppelins, and that light-emitting diodes are actually the inversion. So the Fink Ploid and the Zed Leplins and all of that shit, you gotta look at it. You don't have to fucking change how great, it's great music, man. I'll never stop loving fucking Led Zeppelin and fucking Pink Floyd fucking the doors and Jimi Hendrix and all that but like you know and Joplin and some of a grateful dad <laughs> but and of course like you know Todd Rundgren and Genesis and whatnot. but like the point is is that you know these are forces and just be aware of what they are because the tool is like super embedded <laughs> so maybe I can get around to finally telling you this uh, idea about the uh, Doom Train thing because there's an aspect of that. But I wanted you to know that Lavenda's uh, brother was uh, at our New Year's. It was, you know, it was with my UFO people and my healing people and my Native American friends and some of my Sikh friends and stuff like that. Just a very unique and awesome crowd. You eat Chinese food and don't get the sushi. <laughs> Terrible sushi. Terrible sushi chef. Very rude. Makes you wait for your food. It's like, oh, that's how they do it. No, I order a fucking sushi. You give me the fucking sushi. <laughs> It's like, you don't just, like, make my plate sit there while I'm trying to get back to my friends. You, no, that's it's why you don't have business. Anyways, so the point is, is that <laughs> um, just be polite, you know. If you're making someone's food and they're waiting right there for that, you, you give it to them. You know, do, do, do you understand that I'm, like, getting something off my chest that's probably just completely asinine? But we're all personal. So, anyways, don't make me wait for my food. You know how I'm saying? You do know how I'm saying. Yeah, they fucking faux pod. All right, I'm glad that we could resolve that. Yeah, I'm glad you're satisfied in your own ego. Woo. Hey, real talk. All right, so sip of coffee focused because Doom Train, I'm going to status effect this world. Joey's like, yes, that's the way. I'm like, yo, and what's up to Patrick and Devin? Shoutouts to some of my friends here. And, uh, you know, shout out to uh, a lot of no Okay, see, once you start giving shoutouts, a guy like me, I want to start giving love to everyone. It's a real fucking pain in my ass. I love you all in that way. I truly do. I'm an asshole. Some of you are my friends. Most of you are my friends. Some of you are my very close friends. Very, very, no, almost no enemies. But everyone has got enemies. You got enemies. I got enemies. You know, the 12th house thing. It's Aquarius right now. I'm a Pisces rising. Let's talk about this. I have a blessed and fortunate life, though. 
Ultimately, my part of fortune was just activated when I was a No Agenda producer. Uh, the second episode I'm an executive producer of. And this one was episode 1315. It was the Food and Drunk Administration. And uh, the Adam and John albums are official. And now that's wonderful. It's part of life. That's a part of the culture. Uh, shout out to my man. Thank you, Brandon, for buying my album. And, uh, you know, still those chasing dragons. You should check it out, too. And, oh, I've been learning a lot about uh, dragons and snakes and stuff like that, too. I like it when, well, I like it, I love it when people uh, write in with different ideas and aspects. You know, I'm busy. My, You can imagine, like, there's a lot of forces, there's only going to be more, but uh, that's good. But, you know, I do take things in. Everything that's sent to me goes in, I imbibe it, so to speak. And I let it filter through me, alembically and otherwise. And so every time that people send me things, as long as you're cool, you know, uh, I am I'm very, very, very reasonable. So, uh, what am I trying to say here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> In a world of fugitives, and remember, this is a fucking copyright show. If you clip this without my shit, I am very sensitive, and I will eat you. I will literally eat you. I will eat you if you clip my show without my permission. If you do it with my permission, maybe just some of your blood. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know where this dark vampire shit is coming. I don't know, man. Gotta face the shadow. I really do. Uh, Ten thousand days shadow, bro. You gotta look at it. You gotta fucking. You gotta. You gotta face that shit, dude. He's, he's not he. He's you, right? He's you, and you want dark things as well as light things too. This honesty is the only way towards the upward spiral. Do you understand? We all must carry the nine and the lantern before us. Do you understand? Do you? It's the ninth card for a reason, my friends. Do you understand? Do you see the light in the lantern that the hermit bears? Do you see the light in the lantern? The light is the nine. The nine. The magic square. You can use it to find out your uh, numerology. So, I'm going to start offering for $95 numerology reports. And I will tell you how to do it. I think it's an asshole thing to whore yourself out to being stupid and lame by hoarding information. So, I, uh, I'm a big proponent of the light. I mean, there's certain things, like, people like, oh, no, no, there's certain secrets and things that I keep, and I will keep, and I will die keeping them if I must. However, things that are appropriate to be in the light, man, anything that's evolving to humanity, anything that's, like, the public biz, yo, man, straight up always gonna bring it to you, because a lot of that stuff is hidden. A lot of stuff's off, a lot of that shit's hidden. On purpose. Dog. Uh, maybe it was to say that, reaffirm the Gigi Young thing, saying that, like, Nathan Lee Miller Foster, that's my name. It is a uh, seven name. I am a mystic, ultimately. That is my numerology. I am a seven. JJ's a, a nine. Of course she is. I love that chick. One of these days, man, me and her are gonna on the moon. Right, Alice? I love myself. I'm such a fucking weirdo. All right, let's keep going. So, Malaclips, get back in your cage. All right, so let's keep going. Um, looking at how Doom Train is... Oh, Gigi said that I'm here to do something unique. Like, Gigi's no... Like, I, I had my hesitations at first with her as well, speaking of shadow sides and things. When I saw it, I was like, who is this, like, freaking, you know, psychic chick doing shit? She's, she's got a thing at 2 o'clock today, by the way, I'll be uh, participating in. So, uh, let you know. I, I'm a very... I, I She's my sister. I can feel something weird, and I don't. I don't want to. I, I. 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 I must know who I am. I believe she can help me with some past life things, and uh, 
Not that I'm that interested, but I need to clear some shit up. And why was Michael Faraday the first person when I was a child I was made alerted to as the birth of that I shared? Yeah, that was a sentence. Go with that. There's that coffee I said I was going to sip. Jesus Christ, am I a Libra who was born at zero, zero degrees or whatever? Talkie, talkie, talkie. Yeah, man, I'm a seven. Uh, I thought I was an eight, but I'm a seven. And uh, that's it's fortuitous because... Uh, I'll tell you, basically, that's like the mystic number. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's different parts, of, and you can do it yourself, but, like, this is just like a, you can do your tarot yourself. Sometimes there are certain people who are adept at this shit, like, naturally, and you just want their perspective. I love my art friends and my magic friends who are like, I want to get a tarot reading with all these different people. And a uh, shout-out to my brother, Joey J. You are a, uh, my freighter, Joey J. Well, whatever, my brother, Joey J. We are both, ah, oh, let me just spit all over this, then. You get coffee in your mustache, people, and this is what happens. So, yeah. Thanks, Joey. Anyways, so what it is is that uh, he does great tarot readings. This is the, this is the things I get for giving him some shout-outs. <laughs> I am uh, holding a well-loved book in my hands, by the way. I must uh, give a shout-out to this book. I cannot give you the necessary name or author, but a shout-out to this book. I am. It's going to be well-worn by the... Might as well get buried with it. But yeah, I do numerology reports, and uh, it's $95, and it's a uh, simple, uh, I break down your name. It's going to take me about an uh, hour of my time, maybe, uh, to break it all down and give you an insight. Uh, say about 45 minutes, so you're paying 95 for 45. I'm very in the light, dude. I'm not going to lie. You're the, you can fucking imagine all you need, but I'm going to fucking call in the voices style. Just say, no, this is what's going on, and uh, you're getting this for this, and uh, it's valuable. Or uh, it's it's 95 minimum, I guess, or pay what you will, because I, I am a big value for value proponent. I just said 95 because like there was some numerology there. I don't know, man. I'm just going with the going with flip. We'll get around to Doom Train soon because I still haven't figured out what the other thing was that I wanted to say. It's bugging me, but I'll probably take some time and come back and figure it out later. But yeah, so uh, when you do all the numbers and stuff, uh, it turns to be that wow, that page just absorbed that shit. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, they got, like, Helen Blavatsky, Paul Foster Case, uh, Uncle Crowley. Yep, I fucking flipped right to you, didn't I? I got no problem with Crowley. He's cool. I don't fucking think I'm Crowley. People who think they're Crowley, like Brother Law, my little cat, I think that, like, his right, you know, he is correct. I think it's silly. Yeah, have you ever seen Law, my little cat, and Peter Lavender in the same room? I want to get them on a Six of Cups together. Uh, Brother Law, Milo, what's up? How are you, sir? Uh, David Allen Hulse. How are you, sir? And uh, Peter Lavenda. For what it's worth. How are you, sir? <laughs> Fucking, his brother was there, dude. It was weird. Played a guitar that is just the same. And now A Bad Robot Daycare is out. And I think that's what I was trying to remind you of. Jeez, guys. Is this fun listening to this or what? It's only going to get better. Seven. So this is Nathan Lee Miller Foster. After you put all the consonants and vowels. Because uh, consonants and vowels and then the total. That's the secret right there, guys. Uh, I want you to know consonants and vowels uh you know and don't get stuck in gematria or cabalo or any kind of like you know cab or qab or don't worry about this you know it's just like one thing on the path be able to do it but you're not always riding your fucking bicycle obsessives are perverts and they are losers you are cool and you are a winner and you are an upward spiraler you will use this sufficiently without going overboard or getting intimidated by the fact that it's a powerful rail all right brothers and sisters and all others, because, you know, it's whatever. Motives. 
appearances and methods. And no, I do not sound like Christopher Walken. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Gigi's like, you came here to do something completely in your own way. You go, boy. And I'm just like, Gigi, are you sure you wanted to tell me that? Nah, I, I needed to hear that. Like, that was a, that's a real deal. Things are happening, guys. Um, It really feels good. Like Ralph Waldo Emerson says, I'll say this on the show every single time if I need to. Be in the company of the greatest. You know, be in the company of the best. I act in the... Jeez, I'm such an idiot still, but... <laughs> I'm getting better. <laughs> He's getting better. <laughs> I'm getting better. Um, yeah, it's just that you want to attract the best company possible. And I think there's something charming just to resonating with that. Motives, appearances, and methods, ma'am. Motives. Those are your V. Motives, right? V. Notice how there's vowels and nouns and vowels and consonants. I did it already. <laughs> I love it. But it's a point. Vowels and nouns. Nice. That's cool. Um, vowels and nouns. You heard it here first. All right, Spanky. So yeah, it's like vowels and uh, verbs and nouns and vowels and consonants are both uh, applicable to a different fulcrum of the uh, spinning of the toroidal magnetic uh, manifestors. What I said. Motives are your ideals or your uh, one's own deepest desires uh, and appearances. I've given a shout out to the author of this already. So uh, appearances, one's personality, influence, and impression on others, outer life, and uh, methods, one's true will, self-expression, conduct in the world, path in life. So again, motives, appearances, and methods, right? V for the vowel or the verb for motives. So those are all, you got to separate the uh, vowels in your name. Use your whole schmagoigle that God gave you through your mommy, because that's very important. The, the fathers carry, the, uh, the the daddies carry, the blasty juice that connects the sky, and the mommies are the sacred womb that can draw particular frequencies in star children. I may be a particular nephilistic star child, in fact, and uh, my father might be... <sighs> this is fucking crazy, dude. I can't even believe I'm saying that out loud. All right, well, new shit has come to light, man. And with further understanding comes further possibility, but one must not lose their sight from what is true. However, the intergenerational wars are hair, hair apparent. Hello. Yeah, I'm fucking waking up to what I am. Whoever is listening to this who is... I'm waking up to what this is. For those who are benign, help me out. I really could use a, another kind of GG like awareness boost here. And for those black hats listening, you guys are fucked. You guys are fucked. You guys are fucked. End of story. So, motives, appearances, and methods. Okay? Did ideals or one's own deepest desires. And that's your inner life. Again, I'm repeating this. Appearances are your one's personality, influence, and impression on others. And it's your outer life. Methods, one's true will, self-expression, conduct in the world. That's your path in life, all right? So pause that shit, flip it around, loop it up. Uh, the point is, is all you need to do, don't use the Marty leads. God bless my brother. Uh, go ahead and just, it's, this is called modern numerology, and it's just A through um, I. <laughs> A, A through I is one through nine. And then you do it again from J through uh, R, junior. So A, I, junior. And then uh, S to Z, the scissors. AI Junior Scissors, that's your one through nines, okay? If that doesn't make sense, please make sense of it. Come on. I'm not going to do the work for you. This is me doing the work, but uh, it's a different kind. And I got a jet soon, so I got about a minute left. 
So we're going to pause here. Hopefully I fucking remember what I was trying to say at the beginning. And there's the explicit button. Okay, Kalisti. For the prettiest one. So uh, you do mine all out. And uh, you get a... There's different meanings here. But I'll give you the uh, ones I am. Uh, my, my vowels, I believe, are initiative, independence, forcefulness, masculine. So that's my motive, I guess. I believe if... I'll, I'll correct myself later. But I believe my vowels are a one. Uh, yeah, because it's just, yeah, 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 anyways. And then, um, also a six, uh, which is the, um, the, uh, method, uh, the, um, the appearances, okay? Which, check it out, tenacity, conscientiousness, success by working with others, or another, and domestic. And, of course, that works for my devil, zero Libra. And seven, mysticism, magic, occultism, isolation, poets, and dreamers, to be misunderstood by one's associates. Donate at www.occultfan.com Oh yeah. There's a there's a moon Neptune opposition going on right now. <laughs> 19 degrees. Um so yeah, anyways, um Virgo and Pisces. Uh Neptune's in the rulership there and the moon's just just fine. Uh it's neither one of the earth signs that impacts the moon greatly. So I guess uh, while I'm waiting for no agenda to start, <laughs> um, I think that it's important to uh, realize that a cult fan and I, as Nathan Lee Miller Foster, in this uh, weird intergenerational six 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 thing, and Solomon's ring, and uh, even the UFO origins, you know, I mean the priest class is priest class, the medical authority the established authority with the pocket watch and the clipboard and the whatever stethoscope whatever tool you need to make you believe uh, put your uh, curiosity on ice um, you realize that the uh, Nathan Lee Miller Foster thing it's a intergenerational uh, kind of happening and um, actually like I don't know what sources. I, I'm very welcome. I'm very open to uh, talking with anyone, especially if there's um, clear communication. Um, I'm, le I'm going to be learning several languages, um, but as for now, if you can, um, if you're uh, connected to the writing or the directing of or the um, the creation of the story directly on the video game from 1999, Final Fantasy VIII, if you're uh, or if you know someone who's connected to that, I, I would love. Love to uh, find out more about the actual direct sources that you were influenced by. And um, it is the 10th anniversary of Dr. Joseph Farrell, Oxford Scholars, uh, Saucers, Swastikas, and Psyops. So it's the 10th anniversary of Dr. F's book there. Uh, God knows he's written so many, but that's just one of them. So uh, basically what's going on is that I will uh, say that uh, there's an exciting thing coming up soon. You'll see on the 6th uh, be a special interview. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to say that uh, basically what I wanted to get across, I'm just going to say this in these three minutes here because uh, the show's starting soon. It's going to be uh, fucking, yeah, what's up? Yeah, there's Darren in the background there. What's up, Darren? Um, thank you for guarding. Uh, basically, that occult fan magazine is uh, influenced by uh, the same stuff that's going to be in Dr. Farrell's book. So that's it. There you go. I thought it was a worthwhile vestige to go into the uh, vestige venture. 
that it was a worthwhile venture to go into the vestiges of my conscious related to especially these topics um, that I will be discussing uh, with Dr. F on well tomorrow when I record <laughs> so it's the end of the day now uh, when I record the uh, Six of Swords with him there's a lot of information to go over however it is uh, probably the most uh, important book uh, in his, I, I know in his series. Besides, I don't know. There's a lot out there, but for me right now, uh, the way this ties around to kind of like who I am, and uh, you know, I'm just basically trying to get across to you that in Final Fantasy, it's a series of. I thought this was going to be the time I could get this all out, but there's a series of items that you can collect two of which are permanently missable if you don't do the right things in this RPG, Final Fantasy VIII. Um, well, there's just so many things that... <laughs> what am I trying to say? In Dr. Farrell's book, he covers how the occult's belief system, the esoteric, the, the secret commonwealth, as Jacques Vallée calls it, Jacques Vallée, um, you know, the fairy kingdom, Wonderland, as it were, and how it interacts with the human world is basically the um, source for the UFO myth, and it seems like a perennial issue, but using psyops to fake particular um, religious or other events, and uh, using that ignorance to shape the world and it's basically the devil's oldest trick is that he lied kind of thing but essentially it's just a fascinating thing to find that like your favorite video game that you've named your artistic endeavors and public persona after is so much deeper and has to do with a potential intergenerational birthright I mean, like, my mom literally gave me the Ring of Solomon with the lion-looking thing, the royal, like, passed down through the family. Like, she gave me that for Christmas, and just today I realized the Christmas present my mother gave me was part of this whole thing. It's called Solomon's Ring in the game, and it's what you need to summon Doom Train. So... I reckon 2022, something like that. I don't know who the fuck knows. Prognostications. Are as good as the empty space in the potato chip bag. <laughs> you can tell it's getting to the end of the day. I'm sleepy. I've done a lot of... It's been a busy Sunday, bro. Girl. Sister. Dude. Man. So, I'm going to smoke some weed. Fucking try to give you guys this tale. And then I'll uh, put this out. So that I'll have released uh, six of wands and six of discs this last day of January, the uh, year of our demiurge, 2021, or 6021, or eh, there's even more. But uh, yeah, let me uh, let me take a little trip, take a little trip, take a little trip, me. Smoke this. And then I'll see if I can tell you the, the briefest expose of this. Alright, I hope you all smoked with me. It's a six of stones, so...
I'm a stoner. One of the original plans for this show was to be a stoner show. Interview stoners and <clears throat> cannabis people. Things like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, now I'll focus. So, basically, <coughs> how delightful. Basically, <laughs> I'm a professional. Basically, what happened was there were four different occult fan magazines in the Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> occult fan one. Uh, these are like Fate magazine. They have like strange pictures and articles, and they're all filled with numerology. The first one has a Saturnian sixty-seven. And um, I want you to know that these are also related, of course, to the, you know, uh, people probably haven't put this together, and if they have, I haven't seen it from anywhere. This is my own independent understanding of it. In Final Fantasy, the countries are mapping the World War II system, like um, Galbadia's Germany. Uh, I want to say Dale is France, probably, or something like that. And uh, Balaam is Japan, or excuse me, Trabia is Japan. And, um... Estar is supposed to be America. And I think Balaam is kind of like some Cortexafan fringe, like, you know, school for raising magical children, like uh, some kind of Hogwarts type shit, something like that. Some military MK Ultra thing. And uh, basically, the, uh, you know, the, the, the plot of the game isn't necessarily what I'm after right here. What I'm after is that you go around. One foot nailed down. Uh, you go around, and uh, this is uh, this is like actually like related to um, different uh, Nazis and different like actual historical figures, as I'm coming to learn. Uh, for this is all connected, and one of the one of the um, you know main uh, exciting things that I found out was that. Uh, Dr. Odin in uh, Estar is actually a uh, direct lifting from um, Oberg, the actual Hermann Oberg. So I'll do a better expose of this down the line. This is just the first time I'm starting to try to glom these ideas. I thought I was going to be ready to do this today, and it's kind of a little more than I'm ready to take on at this time, but four years ago at least, maybe five years ago, I was actually making a four-part series of videos uh, with Dr. Farrell's work. So it's a, it's a very cosmic thing in my life, too, for this to come around like this. It's It seems like a very big part of the cycle, but, you know, now that I have the occult fan Solomon's ring and, you know, all of the parts are in place, none of these parts are in place the first time I made this video. Now I'm on the other side of several initiations and strange otherworldly experiences and a deeper knowledge set in general a rich skill set uh, realizing even in Dr. Farrell's book that I've had since 2015 now I'm finally reading it with clear enough sober enough and knowledgeable enough eyes and all of these things are coming uh, you know, coming to the fore so I really feel like something is uh, being revealed but <laughs> I'll read these things to you and uh, 
put them in the show notes, maybe. Ah. This is uh, Occult Fan 1, exclusive. Mysterious monster death. An extremely strange death. And it shows a Wendigo, huh. uh, which is a, a Wendigo is a type of Yeti or wild man. So there's that again. Interesting. Uh, Odell Burke, uh, 67, of Timber, was tending to his field when he found a dead monster after hearing a loud impact sound. Mr. Burke said it occurred while he was making a fence with steel pipes. And so, uh, the steel pipes, it says, I'm just going to read this to you from Final Fantasy Wiki. Uh, I realize I'm just kind of like trailing off and reading it at this point, but the magazine's found on a bookshelf in the library in Balaam Garden, because you're all seeds, S-E-E-D-S, or CDs. Um, if, the, uh, if the library girl with a pigtail or another library committee member is standing in the way, the player can try exiting the library and returning there until she's no longer there. Occult Fan 1 features a story. Yeah, you get it at the, on a bookshelf. Uh, it says, Cult Fan 1 features a story about Odell Burke, who heard a loud noise while making a fence out of steel pipes, only to discover a dead monster as if it were hit by a runaway train. This magazine gives clues for the player on one of three items needed to obtain Doom Train, the steel pipe. Keep in mind, lead, uh, iron, tin, steel, in this case. And I'm sure there's more, but that's all I got for now. Uh, that it's some kind of like it's supposed to be an alchemical additional thing like pipe pipette i don't know the dead monster appears to be a wendigo one of two enemies where steel pipes can be dropped or stolen from the magazine can also be bought from karen's shop in estar city with the familiar ability learned on the gf tonberry occult fan 2 photo exclusive it's an unidentified flying object on the left is a photo shot in S-Star. Take a look at the unidentified flying object in the center. Have you ever seen any monster or airplane like this? Some say it may be S-Star's secret weapon, but residents of the area say it appears when there is a major Marlboro outbreak. Besides tobacco, you know, kind of like, like you know, whatever, mind change coming to mind. Tobacco for Marlboro. Um... I mentioned the status attack change that Doom Train does, and Marlboros are static, status changing. That like makes me think of the Genesis Hogweed. But yeah, um, so, anyways, it says, uh, after winning a game of Triple Triad against the pub owner in Delay, uh, the magazine is found by repeatedly examining the magazine stacks on the floor in his private room. Contrary to popular belief, it has nothing to do with a UFO, which can be spotted a number of times in specific places via random battle. Instead, it features the GF Doom Train from a distance and gives the player another clue as to which items they must have six of to summon him, Marlboro Tentacles being one of them. The magazine can also be bought from Karen's shop in Estar City with a familiar... Okay, so, but these next two are permanently missable. Cult Fan 3, Magic World Exclusive. So are you listening to what we, we, we're going through here? We have, you know, exclusive mysterious monster deaths, strange deaths, rare unidentified flying objects, and now Magic World Exclusive. So now the other two occult fans here, 3 and 4, these are the occult occult fans. Summoning Legend Revealed. And it's got this ring with this lion on it. Look at this picture. This is a confidential photo of what is assumed to be a ring that summons a GF. Legend goes that it 
was a ring that belonged to a royal family. Hey, JJ. Its name and whereabouts are unknown. The legend says you must have 666 items for the legendary steel chocobo. Excuse me. The legend says you must have 666 items to summon the Gia. Summoning legend revealed. I just said that, didn't I? This magazine, the magazine is obtained from the Master Fisherman. Master Fisherman. Interesting. As soon as he is the, the master fisherman. Are you serious? I can't believe how much stuff is in this game. As soon as the party reaches Fisherman's Horizon, down the ladder on the third screen, it features the item used to summon Doom Train, the Solomon Ring. Solomon, guys. Come on. And describes the quantity of additional items needed to be used with the Solomon's Ring. <laughs> If the player misses talking to Master Fisherman, the magazine is lost. And then Occult Fan 4, exclusive report, unidentified flying object revealed? And then it says, our research on the deadly flying object revealed that a devil left, and it shows a picture of Doom Train, may be flying and attacking people. Another theory calls it an alien, right? So there's your Mogwai, like the band Mogwai. Uh, angels versus aliens kind of thing. Is it this or that, you know, kind of thing? And uh, that's definitely related to the obfuscation through the... Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. It says, uh, another theory calls it an alien. And it shows right. So that could be like the left-hand path, right-hand path. Neither has been proven. But people that were attacked... Probably isn't anything to do with the left-hand to be honest. But people that were attacked all owned status-full recovery medicine. And it says, uh, this magazine can, is obtained from the presidential aid in the presidential palace in S-Star City. The player must leave the palace, talk to another aide at the S-Star air station, and come back to find it. It can only be obtained before Lunar Cry. The magazine features two unidentified beings, but also hints on the third item needed to obtain doom train a remedy plus and so what's interesting is that the other character shown is a little alien that you can encounter and it says this has nothing to do with the uh, random encounter well over the course of final fantasy four different places in the world um you you encounter a random fight that doesn't actually go into a fight it's just a ufo floats across a, a little flying saucer floats across the screen when you finally interact with the flying saucer, you actually meet this little blue alien that uh, you're not supposed to kill. You're supposed to give it medicine, which is all part of this gigantic, you know, showing you what's going on with everything. I mean, everything. This really is, like, for me, like, one of the guiding uh, lights in my life. And um, this mythos, this fun thing, this charitable excellence for giving benign upward spiraling up spi upward spiraling but yeah um when you look at the uh fact that like poo poo is the name of the alien <laughs> they're saying it's poo poo you know the idea they're poo pooing it but also when you interact with these things this other version of yourself just like the alien movies are like saying oh it's alien look at the 10,000 days art and it's like supposed to be the shadow that you're like you're to me I see like the shadow godhead that you're looking into and it's looking back at you and like breathing duskily you know and like brusquely and dunk, drunkly almost darkly and it's like 
the full manifestation of our shadow outside of ourselves, and that's the alien. It's everything that we refuse to face in ourselves. So that when we integrate, instead of going up to the alien, which isn't really, you know, the interdimensionals, it's advanced humans and stuff like that. I'm sure Doc Farrell will talk about in the Six of Swords on uh, what the the what is the eighty seventh episode of the Six of Swords, and uh, so you know. We need to treat our shadow with love. We need to meet our our fear with love. It's a fear inoculum. We need to meet the shadow, the poo-poo, whatever, even the shit, you know, meet the shit with love on that level. But also, just like the little alien, when you meet it, finally, uh, and you fight it, it's a UFO contained, and it blows off, and then the UFO is pew, and it kind of like, it's like silly and stuff like that. And... Uh, flies you know and then the little guy comes out and it's like and he goes elixir 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 and the little aliens like you know a cute little looks like pikmin almost before they had them but his name is poo poo and uh some of the um different uh items related to like the uh that you can steal from the ufo or like and stuff like that hungry cook pot is something related to it later on with how you like i don't know like there's so many like magical cauldrons like swamps that could be in that like, you got Accelerator and Jet Engine and stuff like that, and that's all different kinds of technology that was pioneered. So, you know, uh, this, is the, the queer, this is the beginning intro glance to kind of gloss a, a bit over most of the stuff there. But um, ultimately, that's really what's in this. Uh, the whole Final Fantasy thing is that it's like actual Nazi scientists in real different historical countries and different things that have occurred in our world. Uh, dressed up to fit the storyline, but it's also telling a real story that's happening through us, us real people, you listening to this, as we are all part, you know, some of us have different roles to play, but it's an interdimensional and intergenerational story, and we're, you know, most likely coming back here to play certain roles and do certain things, and this lifetime I'm doing this, and, you know, even now I'm learning certain lessons, and my soul continues to grow, and that's what we're all doing. And I am waking up to my soul's purpose, and I think this occult fan thing, and the Solomon's Ring, and the uh, 666 thing with my family in the Freemasonry, when I joined at 33, grandfather joined at 33, father joined at 69. So that's all sixes for your mathematical pleasure and approval and acceptance. And 666 isn't a bad number. It's a good number. It's a good number. Anything's a good or a bad number. It depends. But, uh, yeah, it's funny how I shared with Adam Curry the 666 benches from UMass Dartmouth today. And, uh, you know, just different things like that. But um, today certainly was the day for this to happen. It's the last day of January. It's 2021. And, uh, you know, let's keep uh, spiraling upwards. I think that's uh, my doom train to the mood, doom, omen. Because uh, 666 was when I began a cult fan, when I watched the Omen uh, remake. Uh, is that I'm going to uh, upward spiral together. We up windfall together. It's a positive doom. We are fated to be excellent. We are doomed to be loved. We are uh, cursed to be blessed. And uh, the truth is that I just, uh, you know, do my best and uh, I love you all. Let's do this.